break it down, down like this. Welcome everyone, welcome along to another episode of Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. It's great to have your company. My name is Hayden Sherman and for the next 15 minutes I'm going to be your running coach and mentor and source of inspiration to get out there and crush another one of these killer K-Rep workouts. We're into number three, number three of four. Next week will be the big one and this week we provide a little bit of um, a little bit of a dose of what's to come. So this week we are doing the usual five times one K at 10k race pace that's your 10k race pace 90 seconds jog recovery but of course before we do each rep this is where the killer k rep part of it comes in we're going to do some body weight exercises and then go straight into that 1k rep so the body weight exercises this week are 10 lunge pulses on each side left and right 10 press-ups and 5 burpees. So 10 lunge pulses, so that's going to a lunge and you just pulse up and down. Uh, Each pulse is is worth one, you're going to do 10 on each side. 10 press-ups, 5 burpees, bang out your 5 times 1k. And we've got one little extra twist in there. After each of those 1k efforts, I want you to tag on a little 10 second burst where you run nice and quick. It's not a sprint, but it's kind of that mile race pace that uh, you're, you're fast, but you're not on that in that sprint spectrum. That is designed to really emphasize that good technique after you've done all that good work of the bodyweight exercises and the 1K rep, finish your 1K rep, bang, straight into 10 seconds, nice and quick with good technique. Whew, what a workout. All right, so why are we doing this workout? As always with these killer K reps, we're trying to induce some pre-fatigue the body in a non-running exercise and then use running at kind of a steady state, upper upper aerobic sort of range, sort of interval. And can we flush out that fatigue on the run? So that's the, the higher level goal. Today, what we're trying to do, we're introducing lunges, and they're, they're basically another way of targeting the glutes and the hamstrings and the quads. We last few weeks we've been doing squats. This week we're swapping out the squats for some lunges, different way of doing it. Burpees, as you will know, they are a hard exercise because you're moving a lot of weight through space, um, and you, you know you're having to travel what about seven feet in the air if you include your jump um getting your body right down chest on the ground and then boom jumping up on your feet you're moving a lot of mass um a fair amount of distance fighting against gravity so that adds a lot of intensity and that's where we're really trying to ramp up the intensity in that that pre-fatiguing before we get into the run there's more burpees to come next week just as a little <laughs> taste of what's to come finally We want to um, process that fatigue on the run, get you in a stage where you're feeling good running at that 10k pace for a kilometer, and then see once you're pre-fatigued, once you've um, dealt with that fatigue on the run, can you then express really good movement? Can you move really well, accelerate into a faster position? Just hold it for 10 seconds. Like that's, you know, the distance of a... um, 
a telegraph pole or a street lamp, you know, it's not very far. It's just fast enough to get into that rhythm, feel like you're, you're, you're running fast and strong, and then go into your 90 second jog recovery. So that's why we're doing these, the nuances today for the killer K reps. After the break, I'm going to explain how to do the session. So first of all, the lunges. Now, I prefer to step back, and there's a bit of research um, that goes into how to get into your good lunge position. Stepping back is usually better in terms of getting your knees in a good position. So one of the keys when you're doing a lunge is look at when you're in that lowest position, are both knees at 90 degrees, and is your back thigh vertical to the ground? Um, so vertically coming straight up um, into your torso. So Knees at 90 degrees is the uh, first little thing and also step back into it, you're more likely to get into that position. So knees at 90 degrees basically means that your front foot will be less likely to be uh, behind your front knee, if that makes sense. Often you over uh, flex that front knee and just load up that knee a bit too much. But if you keep everything at 90, everything should be in a good position. And that also helps to target the glutes a little bit more. With the pulses, what I like to do, so I like pulses because you can sort of, you, when you're doing lunges, you can spend a lot of time getting into position rather than actually loading up. But doing pulses, you're constantly under tension. Um, and so it's a good time efficient way of doing lunges. So I usually step back, do five pulses, and then stand up, step back with the other leg, five pulses, stand up, step back on the other leg, five pulses, and five pulses. Again, makes 10 pulses on each side. Hopefully that makes sense. Now the burpees. We can break the burpees down to three exercises. So first of all, when you're standing on your feet, you go down, your hands go to the ground, and then there's a jump back. So jump back with your feet into a plank sort of press-up position. That's the first exercise, that uh, jump out to a press-up position. The second press-up, uh, second position, sorry, is do the press up and then jump in to a squat. So press up chest to the ground, back to that uh, up with the top part of the press up motion and then jump up into a squat position. And then the final part of the exercise is from that squat, just do a squat jump, jump up in the air. I like to put the fingers behind the head. Um, you can reach up to, for the sky, however, however it makes um, sense to you. Nice little jump off the ground. It doesn't need to be super high. Higher you go, the more fatigue you're going to induce, obviously. Um, so choose your medicine in terms of that. But we want the feet leaving the ground. So there's a bit of an overview of how to tackle it. Hands go to the ground, feet jump back. That's first part. Press up into a squat so you're jumping into a squat position and then that squat jump to get you up in the air and then back to square one finally those 10 second efforts at the end of the 1k reps i don't want you sprinting it and that's really important the idea is here is we're trying to get your body to perform good movement in a bit of a fatigued situation um, can you express good technique stand tall good quick cadence nice strong knee drive nice powerful arm drive relaxed shoulder position all that good stuff we talk about can you express that at the end of the 1k rep so adding that 10 seconds on once you finish your kilometer Quick little 10 second burst and then go into your jog recovery. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So the thought for the week after that rather complicated workout where there's a lot going on, lunges, burpees, press-ups, 1K reps, strides, there's a lot going on with this workout. Let's go to something really simple, the LSD, the long, slow distance run. It's one of the um, one of the first things that a beginner runner will put into their weekly running routine is this weekend long run, or maybe it's a weekday if you work weekends. So what is it and why do it? Why should runners be doing this LSD um, in quote marks? So long, slow distance is the usual terminology. I actually... I actually prefer to look at it as long social distance. So what it's designed to do is when you are a runner or any sort of endurance athlete, one of the key limiters is your cardiovascular system. Now you can work out that cardiovascular system at high intensities and slow intensities, but when you work out at slower intensities, you can do more of it and therefore get more um, gains for your cardiovascular system. You know, you can only run 10K pace for 10K, whereas you could run a slow sort of social pace, an aerobic pace um, for, you know, an indefinite amount of time. Who who knows? Basically, as long as your muscles can hold up um, and, you know, there should be plenty of energy in your body to sustain that, that cruisy pace. So... That's why we, we run these longer runs slower so that we can build that cardiovascular system. So that's the, the first part, part of it. And then it comes down to, well, well, how should they look? Should they be really slow? Um, or, you know, you know, what sort of pace, what sort of heart rate should we be aiming for? Now, there's all sorts of, um, you know, your Garmin or your Strava will tell you all sorts of zones that you can sit in. And, you know, is this zone two? Is it zone three? Or is it more zone one? And um, you, you can get very technical and nuanced. But the reason I love this name, Long Social Distance Run, is the social in the middle defines it as a conversational run. It needs to be at a pace that you would you couldn't be antisocial at like you're not running so fast that you're out of breath that you can't have a meaningful conversation on the run now if you're running by yourself of course that means that you're you're so in control you're able to think about all sorts of things going on in life you're barely even thinking about the fact that you're running and and you're you're having to work the legs are just ticking over you're letting the k's just drift by you've got good company you've got good music or a good podcast and time is just ticking on by and and you're enjoying life it's a long social distance run and that's my favorite definition of it because it really gets you in that right mindset of not worrying too much about exact paces and heart rates but just the fact that you can talk means that you are in that aerobic zone you're in a zone that's not going to uh, fatigue the body that you can't do a good amount of it and build that cardiovascular um, returns that we need so that's hopefully for you a good little definition of it of course, there's times during the year where you might actually drop that LSD long social distance run or shorten it. Um, maybe it's because you want to sharpen up for a race, like taper for a race, or maybe it's that you want to focus on more workouts and more more faster running. Um, so you want to reduce the overall 
mileage and, and quantity of, of training stress that you're giving your body. Um, so there's times when you would do that, but for the most part, most runners every week will have a long social distance run. On the other occasion would be in a drop back week when you want to just, you know, bank away the, the training gains that you've made and have an easier, lighter week. Um, but as I say, for most runners, every week you'll be doing a long social distance run. And for a lot of runners doing high mileage, there might be two, maybe three of those long social distance runs in there. Um, but the emphasis is on social. That means you're in a good heart rate zone, good pace zone, that you can go longer and get those cardiovascular benefits. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, there we are for the workout of the week. Short and sweet. I hope you get out there and really enjoy this workout. I'll recap it one more time. It's five times 1K at your 10K pace. You're going to complete all of those 1K blocks, but you're also going to add on 10 seconds at a nice quick pace, sort of around your mile pace, um, a nice just strong effort to focus on good technique and, and running speed. Before each of those 1K reps, you're going to do 10 lunge pulses on each side, left and right. You're going to do 10 press-ups and 5 burpees. Just the 5 burpees. We'll do more next week, don't worry about it. 10 lunges on each side, lunge pulses I should say. 10 press-ups and 5 burpees. This workout is a lot of fun. It will get you prepped and ready for the big one next week. Get out there and crush it everyone. Let me know how you get on. Happy running.